Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. Your question for today is this, and this is going to be kind of a a shocker. Why are your goals dumb? (laughs) Why are your goals dumb? We talk about SMART goals. You hear, we read about SMART goals, and is there a better way? And I'm excited to have on this show a new friend, Emmanuel Acho. Thanks for being on the show. Of course, man. It's, it's good to finally see you. Obviously, I know of you and we've connected over social, but it's good to finally catch up. Absolutely. So for those people who, who don't yet know you well, you're a former NFL linebacker. You have a master's in sports psychology, Emmy Award winner, and number one New York Times bestselling author. You really, you really do it all. You have a new book, which I encourage everybody to buy. If you're watching this on video, I'm holding it up. It's called Illogical saying yes to a life without limits. Everyone who's listening to this, whether you're working out, you're driving, I encourage you to to kind of pull over, really focus on this because this is going to be a game changer for you. I'd love some context, Emmanuel. What was the impetus for Illogical, for your new book? Yes, I believe that our greatest accomplishments in life, Jim, man, they come on the other side of our logic. I think that everybody has innate creativity, innate brilliance in them. However, we're far too logical. So what is logic? Logic is conventional wisdom. It is conventional wisdom that keep us from becoming the greatest version of ourselves. Um, The other impetus, if you will, for my book is failure. Something we can all relate to. I failed a lot in this life. But then I had to pause and think, and I realized I didn't fail. I fell. And as long as I get up, I win. And that's my encouragement for so many listeners, viewers. It's like, yo, you didn't fail. You just fell. As long as you get up, you will win. And, and so that was truly the, 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 the core and the essence of why I wanted to write Illogical. I like that, the difference between failing and, and falling. I don't know a lot of strong people that had very easy lives at, at all, to say the least. So would you say that the sky is the limit or not the limit? No, I don't believe that there is a limit, personally. Uh, That's why I say, say yes to a life without limits. I think the only limits we have in this life are the limits that other people give us. And I no longer choose to be afraid of other people's fears. That is the thing that we so often let limit us in this life. Jim, not even our own fears, bro, but fears that other people have. True story. And, and, and you read the book. I tell this story. It's sixth grade. I'm eating a burger with my friend. His older brother walks into the house. Jim, this is truly a true story. And his older brother throws something at the table. My friend scurries and starts hiding behind the couch. I look at what the heck did his older brother throw at the table? And it is a ketchup packet. That was the day I learned the word mortuous cuis phobia. Mortuous cuis phobia. It is the fear of ketchup. The valuable lesson, y'all, can't be afraid of other people's fears. And far too often, we're afraid of getting out of a toxic relationship because our friends are afraid of being single. We're afraid of leaving the small city because our friends, Jim, are afraid of, uh, of leaving the small town, which our family has never left. We might be afraid of starting a business because our relatives are afraid of starting a business. So, I don't believe in 
well, the sky is a limit. I don't believe that there are any limits. And then, so it could be the conventional wisdom that uh, the people subscribe to and they buy into because the day before something is a real breakthrough, it is uh, illogical, right? It is, it is a crazy idea. You know, whether the examples you talk about, whether it's uh, an airplane <laughs> or uh, use the example of, uh, of Roger Bannister. Yes, my favorite story, Jim, my favorite. And for, for those listening that don't know, Roger Bannister, it was May 5th, 1952. Nobody had ever run a mile in under four minutes. Something we can all attest to was either running or walking in life. Nobody had ever done it. Scientists said it was physically impossible. That was the limit. Can't run a mile in under four minutes. It's physically impossible. Roger Bannister, a man from Oxford, England, on May 6th, he said, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to listen or believe you all's logic. I'm not going to let your fear become my own. And on May 6th, Roger Bannister ran a mile in three minutes, 59 seconds. But here's the crux of the story. Within two years, 10 people ran a mile in under four minutes after Roger Bannister. Why? One man chose to be illogical. One man chose to live a limitless life. One man chose to say yes to a life without limits. And we all recouped the benefits. And the limit back then was people believed it was not possible that the human body, that the actually human heart couldn't sustain a sub four minute mile. It would, it would explode in your chest, you know? And so that, that I could see that how that conventional wisdom would keep people, that would, I'm a runner, that would keep me from jogging around the neighborhood if I thought that would happen. Now, going back to the title of this uh, conversation, you talk, we talk about goals. And in the self-help productivity performance world, you hear about SMART goals, right? That they're specific and measurable and, and, and action-oriented and so on. But in, from your perception and point of view, why do you say goals are dumb? Goals are dumb. At best, a goal puts a limit on your achievement. Jim, if you set a goal, but you accomplished it, congratulations, you accomplished it. But what if you could have done so much more? But here's the problem. If you set a goal and you don't accomplish it, you've now ruined your steam, your self-efficacy. You've questioned your worth. Who am I? What am I? What value do I have? I didn't accomplish this goal. See, we all did something along the lines of this. At 26, I want to be married. At 28, I want to have kids. By 30, I want to have a house. Great. But what happens when you're 31, like me, and you ain't married, you ain't got no kids? Now, all of a sudden, you're questioning everything you set up in life because you didn't reach those goals. Again, true story. After my third year in college, I wanted to go to the National Football League. I submitted my film tape to the NFL grading scouts. They told me, Emmanuel, you will be drafted in rounds four through seven. Here's a problem, y'all. I wanted to go in rounds one through three. So I took the sheet of paper, Jim, that said, Emmanuel, you will be drafted in rounds four through seven. I highlighted it because you know what they say about goals. You need to interact with them. I put it above my bed because you know what they say about goals. You need to commit them to memory. I looked at it every morning I woke up, every night I went to sleep. You will be drafted in rounds four through seven. I told myself, there is no way that will happen. Well. At the NFL Combine, the biggest interview for the sport that owns one day of the week in front of billion-dollar owners, 32 of them to be exact, I was running the 40-yard dash. It's one of the most important physical tests for the NFL Combine. It dictates whether you will become a millionaire or a hundred thousandaire, or you will be drafted at all. Jim, I tore my quad off of the bone at the NFL Combine. 
I got drafted in the sixth round. That day, I made the most pivotal decision in my life. No longer setting goals. I believe that goals are dumb, and I believe that goals undermine our achievement and undermine our self-esteem. What do you replace that with then? What, what is your strategy? Do you have, you set some kind of outcome or objective or? Beautiful. Jim, I believe in having an objective with no limitations. Okay, what's the difference? A goal by definition is an end towards which energy is aimed. An objective by definition is energy aimed towards a direction. See, if a goal is an end towards which energy is aimed, why in the world would I start something with an end in mind? <laughs> I wouldn't. I want to just move my energy towards a direction. When I first left football and moved into TV, so many people said, oh, Emmanuel, you're trying to be like Michael Strahan. I said, no, Michael Strahan's already taken. I'm trying to be like Emmanuel Lacho. If my goal is to be like Michael Strahan, then at best, I can only be like Michael Strahan. And Michael Strahan, as amazing as he is, he is him. So why would my goal to be like somebody else, be to be like somebody else? Instead, have an objective with no limitations. I always say, why would I aim for something when I could have anything? And the problem with setting goals is you are aiming for something finite when I believe we can acquire things that are infinite. And so if people have some space between where they are, where they want the direction they want to be, the greatest version of themselves, maybe what's keeping them held back is some fear of failure. And to complete the story, you were cut a number of times. Was it like five times? Five times by 25. I was fired for those that are listening that don't know what cut is. Fired, cut in the NFL, National Football League. I was fired, Jim, five times by the age of 25. And so somebody who's scared or they have a fear of failure or maybe they have some doubts, you know, they live in a world where they're comparing themselves to some standard that's conscious or unconscious, uh, you know, maybe to that, to another person. What are one, two or three pieces of advice you would offer somebody who is, who is letting fear impede their progress in life? The first thing I would say is to doubt your doubts. Ooh, I like that. Doubt your doubts, man. We all have doubts. Obviously, we do. But start to question your doubts. You know what? Maybe I am good enough. Because you really, what you're telling yourself is maybe I'm not good enough. But doubt your doubts. Maybe I am smart enough. Maybe I can start this business. Maybe I can leave this city. See, we the, the issue in life, and, and Malcolm Gladwell talks about it in Talking to Strangers, um, it's not just about the absence of doubt, but is your strength and your belief greater than your doubts? Never be trepidatious at the fact that you have doubts. We all do. But all you have to make sure of is that your belief is stronger than your doubts. When you sit in a chair, there is a part of you that's like, wait a second, what if the legs on this chair break? But you still choose to take that seat because your strength your, 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 your belief that the chair is strong enough to hold you up is greater than your doubts that there might be a fracture in one of the legs of the chair. See, we just have to doubt our doubts. That would be my strongest bit of advice. It's not a matter of having your doubts be absent, but just have your faith be so present in yourself that your doubts are now minuscule. I love that. I love that. Have your determination greater than your doubts. Have your faith be greater than your fear. Yeah. 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 Bingo. Because the, the truth be told, you got to put your belief in something. So are you either going to believe it won't work or are you going to believe that it will work? Jim, one of my favorite quotes is that which follows I am is who you will become. 
So, and I'm sure you've heard this or you've referenced it. If, if you say I am smart, I am limitless, I am wise, I am brilliant, I am beautiful, I am bold, you will follow whatever follows I am. And I just think we have to do a better job of speaking those truths to ourselves, not being so worried about failure, not being so worried about falling short, but truly realizing, wait a second, I am uniquely gifted. I am uniquely brilliant. I do have whatever I need to accomplish whatever I want. I have whatever I need to accomplish whatever I want. That's such a powerful belief. And it would be illogical for people that you grew up with, for them to say about you that you'd you'd be a number one New York Times bestseller, that you'd win these Emmy Awards, that you would play in the NFL, you know, you would that you write these amazing books or have these web series that have been viewed tens of millions of times. That is surely illogical. But the reason it's illogical is because in their mind, they couldn't do it. Jim, I, I know you obviously friends with Will. One of my favorite quotes from Will Smith's book, phenomenal book, is when he says, you and now are a unique occurrence by which has never occurred before, of which you are the best measure of success. You and now, unique, never occurred before, by which you are the best measure of success. Here's the problem with someone else's advice he goes on to submit. Someone else's advice is just that. It's theirs based on their limited experience, based on their limited exposure, based on their limited knowledge. Jim, when I committed to play football at the University of Texas, my peers told me, bro, you could never play at Texas. Go to a smaller school. Go to an Ivy League school. I remember I went to a private school in Dallas for high school, St. Mark School of Texas, an all-boys school we wore uniform with National Merit Scholars, truly a kid in the grade above me, Saigon Turi. He won the National Spelling Bee. Poco Carante was his winning word. True story. And so I went to school with just brilliant, brilliant kids, and they told me I couldn't play football at Texas. I didn't even want to play at Texas. I was trying to get to the NFL. But if I would have listened to the doubts of those around me, oh, I never would be where I am. So truly, Jim, in response to that, it's really remembering, you you and now are a unique occurrence and you are the greatest measure of what's going to happen. You are the greatest measure. And that truly, there is no limits. It's interesting for people to know my background having grown up with uh, traumatic brain injuries as a child, put in special learning challenge classes with a fear, not even a fear, a phobia of public speaking. It would be very illogical for somebody who took three years extra to learn how to read to be doing what I do for the past few decades. So I would, I would offer everybody a challenge here to be able to maybe question our beliefs, you know, have some curiosity and, and build that self-awareness and of what is really possible. Emmanuel, as we wrap up, I would encourage also, if you're watching this or listening to this, to go get your copy of this of Illogical today. Uh, it is it is a must read. I encourage everyone to get three copies. Get one for yourself so you can mark it up and, and read it. We're going to be reading it in our, our private Facebook group, as many of you, over 130,000 of you are a part of listening to us. And also get two copies to gift because that's why we learn anything, right? We learn it so we can be able to share it with others. What's the parting advice you would li- like, besides people going to get the book, where, where can people who are interested to get a copy of their book? Anybody can get a copy at illogicalbook.com or wherever books are sold, illogicalbook.com. I think my biggest piece of parting advice would be the same thing that Oprah Winfrey told me when she called me June 9th, 2020. Jim, she called me and she said, you have the thing, my friend, you have the thing. 
And coming from someone who had the thing and has the thing, you, my friend, you have the thing. I was like, uh, uh, Oprah, what exactly is the thing? <laughs> she was like, you have a unique ability to tell people hard truths, but they still want to listen to you. The message here is everyone listening and watching this has the thing. Now, your thing is going to be different. What is the unique ability that you have that other people don't necessarily possess? What are you predisposed to being great at? You might be a phenomenal listener incredibly empathetic, a phenomenal leader, a lover of people, a lover of children. You might be a, a workout enthusiast, a great pianist, an artist, whatever the case may be, you have the thing, sharpen your thing, find your thing, develop your thing, use your thing. In a logical, I try to take steps to help people find their things, develop their things, utilize their things because you have the thing. You hit. You heard it here, everybody. <laughs> you have the thing. Make sure you want to be able to unleash it. You get your copy of a logical. And I would encourage everybody to share this episode. Take a screenshot of where you're consuming this, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Tag Emmanuel. Make sure you follow him on social media. Tag myself so we get to see it. I'll repost uh, some of them, and I'll I'll actually gift two copies, my two extra copies out to two people in our community randomly just as a thank you for, for sharing this important information with others. Manuel Acho, thank you so much for being on our show. Jim, thank you, man. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team could properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. 
I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour, uh, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.